Hello, my name's James Pikeway, and this is the Nightline Podcast. If you're interested in cars, car repair, music, fitness, technology, and more, this is the podcast for you. Interested in more of what's going on at Dubai Eye? Go to DubaiEye1038.com and search out our podcasts and blogs. Want to get in touch with me? Nightline at DubaiEye1038.ae. Enjoy the show. Shazad is here from Motoring Middle East, which means for the next hour, as you're navigating traffic anywhere in the nation, pull over, slow down, take a nice look at the cars around you, a little bit of envy, knock on their windows, the little, (laughs) (laughs) and ask them the simple question, are you listening to Nightline and Car Talk? Because they want you to have a conversation. We want you to have a conversation with your neighbor there in traffic about their car. What do they love about it? What do they hate about it? And what I, just, I just I just feel I should add a disclaimer at this point. <laughs> Do not get out of your car and start assaulting other cars. It may get you into some considerable amount of trouble. <laughs> we're 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 trying to promote happiness and and people Okay, start start baby steps. Start with like rolling down your window and just smiling at people, okay? But not in in a, in, a, in an encouraging fashion, not not anything too creepy. Anything <laughs> Motoring Middle East is where Shazad is from. This man knows everything there is to know about the automotive industry here in the in the UAE and and globally and between beyond. between you and Imtishan, who is it. jet setting. And, he is beyond. And, and he, yes, he's beyond he reproach. He's beyond right but, now. But also, it's interesting when I'm I'm meeting people on the street these yeah. days. And this has happened to me. This, three is, this is when you're going up to the car windows and, 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 yeah, and doing that. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think of this car? And they'll say, well, I was listening to this show, and I, I've had people actually quoting you to me. That's bonkers. In fact, I, I was talking to one person this week, and we were talking about you know buying a car. And he says, I was listening to the radio, and I heard this gentleman suggesting now is the time to buy a car, not during Ramadan. I go, by chance, was that wow. Motoring Middle East Car Talk? And he goes, absolutely. It, it was. That is the shot. I'm going, wow, for real? Yes. Wow, so the message is finally getting yeah. through. Yes. <laughs> you know, we're, we're, almost, you know, we're almost approaching Ramadan now. Now the message is getting through. <laughs> yeah. and, and people are now thinking, you know what? It's time to get out there and buy. But oh, yes, it is. The, it the, still is. It still is. Believe me. The other thing was, last week we were talking about the Creta. Yes. And... In the last seven days, I I have seen more than I can count on both hands, <laughs> and I I've we had, sold a few, <laughs> I, I, and they're actually they're actually very pretty. They're yeah. very. And what's interesting is is I'm looking at that and I'm seeing the Kia Soul and I'm seeing some brand similarity. I can see that there there might be some family sharing. Well, they're going based on. on the Soul, you see. Well, that's it. The DNA is yeah. the same, but yeah. the the Soul is a little more squat. The Credit yeah. is a little bit taller, yeah. a little bit more. But do you know if you're looking at a Creta yeah. or if you're looking at one of the other Hyundai SUVs? Yes. Because I almost had that. You know, I almost like I got I parked my uh, Creta that I had at that point next to another Hyundai SUV, and I thought, oh look, there's another Creta. Until I went around the back and it wasn't, and I was like, ah, how did I get confused? Because they're yeah. very similar, actually. Yeah. You know? And even like size-wise, it, you, it makes you it makes yeah. you think it's like, why yeah. am I spending on that when I? And so the Creta is actually quite good because it's at the bottom of that food chain. And actually, doesn't look that different from his bigger brothers. I, I see people driving them. I'm driving by. People are looking happy. They're not in a car going, oh, I'm just in another car. That's because they're listening to reruns of you on the radio. Could That's be. why they're Could happy. Be. Could be. Spreading happiness. Another one, I met a gentleman who just uh, got himself a Fortuner right, from cool. Hertz. Yeah. Gets into that vehicle. 
What are they playing? Nightline. There you go. I, that's what I said. I said, oh, thanks, I mean, thanks to all the Hertz thank people you guys. have got yeah. Nightline on permanent tune in the, in the car. He said it was on three, <laughs> it was on the first three stations were all 103.8 FM. There you go. There and you go. I, I said, well. Hertz drivers know a good thing when they thank tune Thank you, Hertz. It. Thank you. Thank you for doing that. Pre-programming, <laughs> making sure that we're in the top top list. Yeah. So Love I, Hertz. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. Don't know if that sounded right. It anyway. does sound <laughs> totally. <Love. laughs> it sounds like a song. <laughs> Love Hertz. Uh, there you Love. go. I don't know the rest. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad you don't. <laughs> Uh, I, Isa, who is manning our phone lines, she she had a puzzled look on her face, but I think she's looking up the karaoke for that song right now. No, please don't. <laughs> <laughs> we might have to have to have to go through the entire rendition of that. Can you imagine? <laughs> oh man. Um, the the other thing is, you are uh, well into your long term test of the Camry. That's right. Yeah. Uh, how's it going? One weekend. Yeah. It's one weekend. Done nearly well. Done just over six hundred kilometers in the thing now. Wow. Filled it up today for the first time. Cost me one hundred thirteen uh, dirhams to do that. Thirteen dirhams. That's um, filled to the rim, but it was. Was it a brim? Uh, yeah, the light was on, and um, you know it's it's given me 8.6 liters per hundred kilometer fuel economy. I can which, I can live with that. Which for a V6 yeah. with 300 horsepower yeah. is extraordinary. And are you driving like a grandfather, or are you driving like Mario well, Andretti? To be fair, to be fair, I'm not I'm not driving it. My I'm, I'm sort of in the middle of that really because I'm not really speeding has, anywhere has at Janine, the moment. Has your son been in this car with you? Yes, he has. Yes. Driving it like a grandfather, or driving it like Mario Andretti? He's like, who's <laughs> Mario Andretti? Everyone's <laughs> 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 a racing driver. So corroborated me. Yeah, it's yeah. corroborated yeah. me. I'm sort of in the middle. Not fast. You know, because yeah. to be honest, outside of a test situation, I'm actually quite... So people think like, you know, us car journalists, we just race around everywhere clocking out speeding tickets. Not true. I'm actually quite really? a sensible, safe and considerate driver. Okay. Um, you know, when I'm doing testing, that's a different story. But most of the time, I'm quite careful about how I'm driving cars. Especially as they're other people's cars, don't forget. Yeah, good point. <laughs> but go. yeah, this thing's working out really well. I mean, I'm really impressed with it. It's a really good-looking Camry. Really, really does stand out. You know, is there a Camry that you'd park, walk away from, and then turn around to look back at? Yes, there is. It's this one. The red one with the 18-inch sports alloy wheels and a two-tone roof. Yeah, yeah definitely. Okay. Yeah, mm, yeah. Mm. And one thing I discovered about it today, because I finally got the uh, price list in, Oh, is okay. It's not. It's not the most expensive Camry, which I was thinking. Really? Because mm. you thought this was top of the top of the heap, and yeah. that, that we'd have to, you know, unbuckle a few more Durhams to walk home with this. That's right. Yeah, uh, because it's got everything. Yes, it's got everything, and, it, and looks it looks the really, part. Yeah. It, it does. I mean, yeah. I, last week you saw it last week. Yeah, we went out to the parking lot mm-hmm. and did the old walk around, and it was like, you know what, I like this car. Yeah, it's got everything on it. So this one is 120. Now I must say, Camry range. With the four this starts from 91,000 dirhams. This one that I've got is 122,500. This is a Grande Sport. Mm. There's one above this called the Grande, the Grande Limited, which is... So the Grande Limited is below, is higher than the Grande, higher than this, Grande yeah. Sport. Yeah, and that's 124,500. So it's another two grand for that one. And what do I get for two more grand? Well, I was struggling to find out, to be honest. You get like powered, uh, you get power lumbar support for the driver, for the passenger side rather than uh-huh. just the driver's side. Um, but you know what? No much else. I'm actually, I'm thinking that this, the Grande Sport is the best car to buy because it's the best value. Okay, it comes with sports seats. It also comes with sports suspension, according to this price list I've got. So it's like, hang on, I'm getting more for less here. So I'm still looking at this price list, trying to figure out where the Grande scores over the Grande Sport. But honestly, my consumer advice at this point is buy the Sport. Yeah. <laughs> no. well, there we go. It's that simple. Yeah. You get more chrome and stuff for the other one. <laughs> I don't like the, I don't like the chrome. I think it looks better the way it is now. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> you heard it from Shazad. Motoring Middle East uh, editor has, has come down on the this is the car. And, Just and follow on the, we're doing hashtag MME Camry if you want to follow my various posts on mm. this car. There we go. It's that simple. And uh, if you've got any questions that you want answered by us this evening, maybe you're trying to make a, a choice of a vehicle like Bulat is, we're going to get to Bulat's question in just a second. But I, I can, before we get to it, I'm going to, I'm going to answer the question uh, as I, I know that Shazad and if Imtishan was here, he would say the same thing, because this is want to buy a car for my wife question. Oh. So the answer is, for, is we're, we will go through all of your choices because you've sent things. <laughs> but the, at the end of that process, so we're putting, we're giving you the end of the question first. Yeah. The end of the question would be, what does your wife want? Yes. Basically. Uh, yeah. Basically. What is what is on her mind? What is she thinking? Is the vehicle that she would like to have? That is what you need to do. But we will walk through this question because there you've got some great choices here. See, the thing is, like if you look at the stats and the surveys, and even if you walk into any dealership and ask a salesman that if a family comes into the showroom to buy a car and you ask the salesperson, who's making the decision? Yeah. Nine times out of ten, that salesperson will tell you it's the lady that's making the decision. Yeah. Yeah. Second, man, followed, you think you're making followed the decision. By, followed <laughs> by... Not the man, the kids. Yes, the kids. Yes, yes. and then the man <laughs> comes third. So he's the one that has to basically sign the check, right? Yeah. Fine. But no, the family is making the decision. Yeah. And you know what? That's perfectly logical. Yeah. It makes perfect sense. It depends on who is going to be driving the car the most. So if you're buying a car for the family, you're going to be putting the family in it, or they're going to be doing the school running it. Then they should be the one looking at the car, and Absolutely. they should know that they're comfortable in that car yeah. otherwise why are you buying it because a week later they're going to be a nice car dad but i don't like yeah. this i don't yeah. like that i'm not comfortable i don't feel yeah. comfortable in it etc etc motor middle east shazad is here this is car talk and if you've got a question that you want to fire to us you know what we are always open for uh, some commentary shazad, shazad Sheikh joining me across the table from motoring middle east we're talking cars it's car talk time Great questions come in from Bulat. He's given us so much information here. Uh, James and Shazad, he says, I'm choosing a car at the moment for my wife. In my budget, I came up with the VW Passat 2014, Ford Fusion 2014, and surprisingly, she wasn't against a Dodge Challenger 2012 3.5 liter engine. Of course, it's going to be older than the others in that in this choice of uh, vehicles. What do you think uh, of those cars with the Challenger? I'm also worried about reliability and cost of maintenance. And uh, she didn't like uh, the. Uh, and then it says T T T uh, VW Ford Fusion. She didn't like it at the beginning because it's too big. T. I don't know what the T is. No. I think maybe it's just a, an errant, an errant typo yeah. there. Yeah. Um, when she tried to, oh, so maybe, maybe he's talking to the Challenger. Uh, I, th- I think she's talking. I think he's talking about the Challenger because yeah. she, she was because it's too big. Too big. So out of those cars, if you're talking to me about Passat or Fusion, which uh, are per, reasonable size saloon yeah. cars, but the Challenger is definitely bigger than either of those cars. But, oh yeah, it's got to be the Challenger. But when she tried driving it, she loved it. But the year difference in between yeah. the Challenger. The 2014 Fusion and the 2014 Passat, with the Challenger being 2012, this is quite the issue. So, so first of all, Bulat, I am giving you a 100% round of applause because your wife is 100% involved in this process. Sir, you deserve a medal because there are so many folks. And, and gentlemen, I know you know who you are who are listening, who've chosen vehicles for their wives and then 
found themselves in the doghouse. You know, unless you're gonna uh, unless you're gonna go home and give her the keys to a Rolls Royce Dawn, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not gonna work. All right, it's not. So let them make the decision. But you know what? So Reading, thoughts here on yeah. the Challenger, the Passat. Well, no, I'm just gonna cut. I'm gonna cut straight to the straight because, to it. Because to be honest, reading all of that. You know, that, that Passat and that Fusion, as nice as they are, they're just red herrings because both yeah. of these people clearly want the Challenger. Yeah. And what they want is for us to say it's okay. Yeah. That's what they want. So 2012. It's, it's okay. Not, it's okay. Yeah. You're, it's a 212. You're saying it's a V6. It's a Pentastar V6, which Beautiful. is a great it's engine. A great car. Solid engine. Yeah. No issues at all known with that engine. In fact, that, um, is, that is the engine that they, they replaced the earlier engines that's with, right. with that. That's right. And it was a far, far better unit. So... Um, the only thing I would say is, of course, if the car, uh, if you're looking at a 2012 car, uh, make sure it's got full service history. Make sure the mileage yeah. is verified. Get you know? that vehicle checked by an independent mechanic. I mean, of course, Ideally, go get your yeah. RTA done. Yeah. But for 500 dirhams, I know Glenn talks about it all the time. He's yeah. on the car clinic. It's about 500 dirhams. And they'll walk you right around there that you car and give you a comprehensive uh, uh, list of things to be worried about, things that are going to come up, what they what they think about it. And if it's with a private, someone who's selling it privately, they they all he often says bring him bring him us or her as well, and we'll that's right. Yeah, well you have to you have yeah. to yeah because they'd bring the car down. Yeah. No, but that's five hundred dirham well spent. Yeah, absolutely. That's well worth it. Yeah. Now the other thing I would add, another um, thing to add to the whole peace of mind of this process, if you like, is that you're looking at a Challenger V6, yeah. which a lot of people would go, mm, you're looking at a Challenger V6. But in this case, I would go, good, you're looking at a Challenger V6. Why I say that is because if it was a Challenger V8 or an SRT or something like that or an RT, you know, it's probably been driven quite hard you yeah. see what i'm getting at yeah whereas with the v6 it'll have been worked but it won't have been worked that hard it's less likely to have been shall we say drifted donated etc yeah. etc yeah. you know so actually it's probably pretty sound that car is probably pretty sound so you know what i would say i'd say the challenger is clearly the one that you both want <laughs> that's the one you should get if you if the uh if if, if the size of the car is manageable for you to drive where you normally go and where you normally park. Be very aware of where you park. If it's in a multi-story with tight ramps, then you might just want to drive it up there to make yeah, sure it's okay. Yeah, just give it a go. Um, if that was okay, then go for the car. Just check, just see if the car has a service history. If that one doesn't, don't worry. There's plenty of challenges out there. Yeah. And, and yeah, what's the mileage? That's the other question to look at. Yeah. But ultimately... But to be honest, I wouldn't worry about the mileage yeah. as long okay. as it's been looked after. As long as there there's a go. full service history, full, it's been serviced by the there's dealer. no full service history, yeah. walk away. Walk away. Find <laughs> one that does. <laughs> yes. There's plenty out there right now. Yeah. Plenty. Uh, and, and Bulat has come back to say that she wouldn't mind any of those cars. She says the choice is on him. Yeah. Yeah, the choice is never yes. on you, Bulat. I hate to say it. <laughs> Everyone says that. It's like, no, no. Yes. She, you know what, guys? You want the Challenger. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's that whole thing you know it's like when you say is there something wrong honey no it's that scenario <laughs> yeah uh, you know <laughs> if I had to go back for the Fusion or the Passat I, I also like the Passat I, I do like the Passat. The Passat I like because the the huge amount of rear space it's, in that thing. It's phenomenal. Yeah, it's limousine like. Yes. Yeah, it's incredible. I, I was blown away. And that, that Passat is still in that size where we'd, I'd been driving around in a uh, Bentley, actually. Yeah. And then got into the VW Passat. My son's driving with me after five minutes. He, he turns to me and says, Dad, we're driving a Mulsanne. Yes. I think I, I think I like this VW better than the Mulsan. And I was just like, what? What an extraordinary <laughs> thing to say. But and, and I, this I is, understand. Part though. of it was he was just sitting there. Yeah. He said, it's got so much room. The The refinement of the vehicle was spectacular. He just said, and I could buy, what, four of these yeah. for the price 
of that vehicle. Probably and more. Yeah. In terms so, of used, yeah, probably so more. So he was, it, it was. But you know, these both of these cars. The other thing to say about them, the Passat and the Fusion, uh-huh. is that the used values will be very good on them. Yeah. And the Passat started off with a very reasonable new price. Right. And so, they, uh, they deteriorate. Yeah. Or depreciate. So depreciate. Depreciate. Yeah. Rapidly. Not deteriorate. They're fine. They no, shouldn't be deteriorating. The, the they should be fine. Yeah. I've just never been a Ford Fusion fan. I mean, I like Ford. Well, the, the Fusion's a great car. Yeah. But the one thing I will say is that okay, you're going to say to me neither of these cars are very common in our market, but the Passat I would say is slightly more common than the Fusion. Yeah. Uh, the Fusion is actually quite rare. But uh, having said that, if you go down to one of these big sales that they have at Altair every now and then, every few months, then you can pick them up for incredible prices. Really? So it is worth checking out. Mm. Um, that's if you haven't already bought the Challenger by then. Yeah. Maintenance on, on all, any of these? It's, we're looking at about the same kind of cost. Well, I... <laughs> You know, I, I mean, it depends. depends. What, are, what are we doing? Are we driving to school? Are we yeah. just driving around the city? Or are we taking this thing on a weekly basis to Abu Dhabi? That changes everything. Yeah, I mean, I think I would say the Challenger would probably be a little bit more expensive. Quite yeah. frankly, let's be absolutely honest. You are buying a sports car, so even things like the tires will be a bit more expensive yeah. on that car and stuff like that. You know, um, but you know what? They're all. You know, if you if if you really want that car, and I yeah. gotta say, it is such a cool looking car still, still, yeah. then. To you, it's so worth is, that extra. So this is the only thing that, that gets in the back of my mind, and you've nailed it. And this is Imtishan's yeah. territory. He yeah. is the tire guy. Yeah. And he, goes to, he goes to Japan not to look at cars. Yeah. He goes to, to a tire manufacturing plant. <laughs> yes, he did. He yeah. was Bridgestones. What's That's the, right. Yeah. It, like, really? Yeah. Like, who goes to Japan to yeah. look at tires? Yeah. Yeah. Imtishan. Yeah. But the thing is that invariably what you have with uh, performance, high-performance cars and sports cars like, is that you'll have a, a larger set of wheels on it. You'll have I a know. wider those track on the cars. Those are expensive, those yeah. tires. That's my only thing. So you're going to replace... That's you're looking thing. at... Now, I don't want to scare the person no, no, because no, you, you no. wouldn't necessarily be w- changing the tires, particularly, as I've already said, this is not a V8, so it's not likely to have done lots of burnouts and stuff like that. So Still, you wouldn't necessarily... But, but you should be aware that in an overall sense of things that yeah. replacing a couple of those tires is very likely to cost more than replacing a couple of tires on the Passat. Yes. You know, so that sort of thing are the sort of things that maybe you need to look out for. But again, you know, you, you know, if you again, want the car, you should have that car. And and again, if you're if you're, you know, and again, I know someone like Glenn who we have at GT Auto Center. He comes in tomorrow. Yeah. If you were to go down there and buy him a coffee and say, here are the cars I'm looking at. Yeah. Can you give me a sense of what I'm looking at for maintenance costs? Yeah. That's what he does. Yeah, and for the price of a coffee, it's say, hey, James said to come down and let's have yeah. a coffee. I'm sure he's got a coffee machine, so it's going to cost. I'm sure you he nothing. does. Yeah, no, I mean, with all due respect to him, and I totally agree that that would be a very sensible, wise, and logical thing to do. But if you want the car, just what I would say is that sometimes logic sense and and and, <laughs> and that sort of thing doesn't necessarily come into the car buying process. Yeah. And you know yeah. what? That's not such a bad thing no. all the time. Because sometimes cars are a wish fulfillment. Cars are a dream come I, true. That's why I cars drive are, Jeep Wranglers. Exactly. Cars are an extension of your personality yeah. and if you feel that that challenger is making a statement that you want to make yep. then you should get that challenger you when, know? when you get in the car does it make you feel giddy yeah and do you start smiling exactly every time you think of it do you start smiling yeah can you imagine yourself in it if that's what's happening you gotta ask yourself you gotta have it what, you gotta have it what 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 price do you put on that feeling that's it i mean a neighbor of mine bought a challenger it wasn't practical as a family guy and stuff like that but yeah. you know you really wanted one you know, Gets out and of that he, car and, and he know, stands there you know, and stretches. So he, bought, and he bought a black one with red striping on it, and he's like, oh, he's made up. He's yeah, made up. He's I've, got I'm one. You know? I've done it. Yeah, I've, that's it. Yeah. So you know what? I think yeah, yeah, the, it will be slightly more expensive than the others, but I think the cost to uh, desirability and satisfaction ratio yes. 
is yeah. not that high to make it prohibitive, yeah. if you see what I'm saying. Yep. So, <laughs> so choose wisely, my friend. No, just go for it. <laughs> Very bad consumer <laughs> advice being given on the radio just tonight. Shazad Sheikh, Motoring Middle East, that's where this advice is coming from. <laughs> no, go I, I with the heart. Go, go, with, the go heart. with the heart. Hey, you started off the show saying it was happiness, right? Yeah, it's happiness. all about happiness. Yeah. So and you, you know go. what? Next time you're in the parking lot of any of our big box brand malls, on the window of anyone yeah. who owns one of those cars, and say, "What do you think of your vehicle?" They're gonna, just, yeah. they're gonna just look and say, "I love it." You know, generally, challenger people are happy people. Have you ever seen an unhappy challenger? There person? you go. Never. There you go. Yeah. So you know what? I think that says a lot right there. There we go. Yeah. Shazad's here. My name's James Pikeway. The program is Car Talk. Car Talk's the program. Shazad Sheikh is here from Motoring Middle East. I'm James Pikeway. This is the best hour of radio on the planet because all we do is talk about cars. I don't think it gets better than that. I'm just loving the latest text message that's coming. <laughs> okay, we'll get to that in a second. <laughs> Before we get there, it's uh, we, we got a caller oh, on the wow, line. Oh, yeah. wow. Okay. Good evening. Welcome to the program. Yes. Uh, uh, Dr. James, how are you? I'm doing fantastic. Oh, lovely. Nice to hear your voice after a long time, man. <laughs> oh man, it's it's great to hear you. So, how can we help you out? What's going on in your world? Let me say hi to the gentleman beside you. Hello, doctor. How you doing? How can we help a doctor today? Hi. <laughs> <laughs> how are you guys? How are you guys? Really good. Thank you so much for asking. You know what? I I I I I live in Uganda, and when I go back home, I'm like, you know. I have some crazy guys who know their cars. <laughs> the emphasis being on crazy. crazy. Yeah, yeah I, I hear that. I see where this is going right now. <laughs> I enjoy your show. That's Thank the you. Truth. Yeah. Now, this is my simple question. Okay. I'm torn apart, and I need your help because I trust your source. Okay, far um, away. I want to, I want to buy a uh, Naudi. Okay, there are three cars that I want to buy, that I want to sort from. Okay. I would Mercedes-Benz and the BMW. Which one would be easier to maintain? Hold on a second. Didn't, didn't you say three? Which models exactly? You said Audi, Mercedes, oh, and BMW, Audi, but yeah, which okay. which models exactly? I wanted, okay, I wanted uh, Audi S6. Right. Uh-huh. Uh, B, uh, BMW 3 Series, you can talk of uh, 330 or 325. Okay. I. Yeah. And then, uh, when you talk about Mercedes, maybe E-Class 240. Right, okay. Uh, are we yeah. talking brand new, or are we talking slightly used? Uh, used, used, okay. used. And are, you, are you planning, and are you planning to take one of these back with you? Yes. Ah, I figured, I figured. Okay, cool. Oh, okay, so please help me out. <laughs> So I, so I reckon out of those, in terms of maintenance, to be honest, in this market, they're much of a muchness because the German cars, they're going to be about, they're going to be more or less on the same level. Yeah. So now I'm looking at the actual cars that you've mentioned, and I'm looking at the 3 Series because that's the smaller car, and the, oh. I would say that's probably the most cost-effective to run because the X6 and the other one oh, are going to be yeah. quite expensive beasts to run. So I think out of those cars, in terms of your daily running costs in this market, I think the 3 oh. Series would be slightly more economical than the other two. But it's, the difference oh. would be slight but but having said that if you're looking at a car which as i guess you want to take back with you then i'd probably recommend the mercedes i'm imagining that for your market that's probably going to get the best value on resale isn't it okay 
Wow, thank you for your advice. And and what what does your heart tell you when you look at those three vehicles? Which one do you do you look at and go, uh, I gotta have it? Okay, that's a good one. I look at the Audi, and uh, <clears throat> I mean the Audi looks good. The Essex. No, the, oh, the, oh, you see, it's the A6, not the S6. Okay, well, A6 will still be reasonably a little bit more expensive than 3 Series, but yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a probably a more manageable proposition. But uh, again, you know, if you like the A6, but what, what what's the reception like for those cars in Uganda? Do they get good value for them? Mm, the uh, sell value is not the best. Yeah, that's what looking. I figured. Yeah, yeah. That's what I figured. I figured <laughs> the Mercedes would probably be the best one, yeah. yeah. But, you know, at the end of the day, if you were listening mm-hmm. to the conversation earlier when we were talking to the gentleman who was buying the car for his wife, his or rather she okay. was buying the car for herself, <laughs> then we said, we said at the time, go with your heart. Okay. And if your heart is with the Audi, then you should definitely get the Audi. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. <laughs> it sounds to me like you've sold yourself on the Audi. Uh, thank you very much. Thank you. Have a great night, and do let us know which one you end up buying. Oh, okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Uh, see, what oh, a wonderful uh, listener. Uh, I know. Yeah. The good doctor all the way from Uganda. Marvelous. Uh, back to Bulat. Yes. He's coming. He says, I will go for it. As you said, thanks, guys. Done. Challenger it is. Came back after that. Said, my wife is on Challenger. That definitely sounds uh, cool. See, see, see we're, 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 we are therapists here. Yeah. We, 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 we saw straight away through it. We knew what they really wanted, and we said, that's what you got to get. Yeah. You see? Inevitably. Happy, happy people, happy car, happy marriage. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> it's happiness day. There we go. This is a happy program. We are dispensing happiness. We are. That's what it's all about. And I, I truly say that. We're we both dispense sitting, it we're, like revs and burnt rubber. We're both <laughs> we're both here and we're very happy. We are indeed. Uh, yeah, there you go. So there you go. Um, uh, the GMC, uh, I, I was actually looking at a, a little bit of a press release today. Uh, as upgrading the 2018 Acadia that it's offering in the Middle East with the all-terrain trim now available on both the SLE and the SLT models. Wow. Uh, that's what I said. Yeah. I thought, okay, this is kind of cool. And um, they're also, you know, and, and I, what I didn't realize is they have five, six, and seven passenger seating configurations. Yeah, they've yeah, they got the three rows of seats in the yeah. Acadia. Yeah, no, really, really I forgot about that. Really handy. But the thing about the Acadia is that it's gone from... You know, it wasn't a few years back when it came out. I didn't feel that it quite fitted in the GMC range. Well, that was it too. And you know? when I think yeah. of the Acadia, I'm kind of going, yeah, 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 exactly. Because it didn't, it didn't quite have that, you know, that butch, yeah. bluff, blunt GMC style. I think they fixed about that. It. They have fixed it. Yeah. They have fixed it. So the current car really stands out. It's got a really tough looking front end to it. Yeah. It's got the right sort of personality and the right character. And it's rather big. And, like, it's I mean, rather big. But, but when yeah. I think of a Katie, I think a medium to small. Yeah, but that, it, that's because of the original car. Yeah. had That look about it. And now see? it's medium to big. Yeah. Now it's sort of, you know, it's sort of there or thereabouts. But the thing is, yeah, and, and exactly. Because it has the look. And yet when you open the door, it's actually very practical. Yeah. It's very practical. It's very yeah. sensible. It's very spacious inside. It's got very us- It's got great usability. So I think I think I like the Acadia. I think it's a great vehicle. Upgraded the powertrain. Yeah. They've got more safety features on board now. There you go. And lightweight body structure and enhanced off-road capability. What more this do you all want? Com- this all coming from their uh, their their press release that they yeah. sent out today. I just thought, you know what? After reading that, you know, GM have been busy, haven't they? Because I they don't have. know if people have noticed, but they stuck out a facelift on the Camaro as well. Yes. What did they do there? Wow. I know. That's what I said. Wow. <laughs> it's an interesting one. It's an interesting one. But I, I think can, you either love it or loathe it. Well, that I can understand what's happened. I can understand what's happened. This is without having talked talk to anybody at um, GM about it yet. Although I was with the Chevy boys out last week, earlier this week. Yeah. Um, the, the Camaro, when it came out, this generation Camaro, which I love, 
I think it's fantastic. And it's the handling com- is it's amazing. It's a Camaro, by the way, not Camaro. It's I call a it Camaro. Camaro. It's a Camaro. I call it Camaro. No, no so one calls <laughs> it that. It's, it's a Camaro. Come on. So this Camaro, <laughs> right? <laughs> so this Camaro had a look that was you very got, you similar. You got that GM guy's phone number. Why don't we just yeah, get, seriously, him, just call get him up? Get him on the line. They'll call us. <laughs> They'll call us. No, 04-423-1010. It's called Correct Shazad Hotline. Yeah. Okay. Incorrect of that, we'll continue. Camaro, <laughs> right. So, the so when this current car came out, yeah. it looks, although it's a considerably, well, not considerably, it's qu- quite a bit smaller than the previous gen, but the look is very, very similar. Yes. So, I think there's a sense or there's a feeling that perhaps it put off a lot of buyers from trading up to the new car yeah. because they thought, well, it looks exactly the same as mine. So, what they've done with this facelift, is they've really made it quite distinguished from the current car. So, really made it stand out. And you know what? I think it's a grower. I think once, mm. it, once it gets here and once you start understanding standing that grill i think it'll yeah. be it'll be really really good although so, i have to say i like the current car so when i was in california uh i was just when you had the mustang i had the mustang yeah. and then as we pulled up to drop off the mustang yeah there was a camaro behind me yeah also red uh-huh. and so i just went and took a look inside because i you know that it had, it had that very distinct front end and yeah. i'm kind of i'm kind of going wish I, I wonder if i should have wish we could have had a camaro and then yeah i just took a look in the camaro and that that front end also was reflected inside it was very clean yeah it was very and i and I, quite I, sharp yes sharp suited is what i would say and it's got a I very just, sharp distinctive look uh, look and style both on the outside and the inside and i wasn't sure how i felt about that oh really <laughs> i mean i liked it yeah but i I don't know. It didn't have that. Well, it's not exactly a relaxing sort it's, of thing, do you? It's, yeah. it's quite an aggressive look, and it's yeah. quite aggressive, and it's sort of. It, I think it's designed to get the juices flowing. Do you know maybe, what I mean? Maybe. It's, it's that sort how, of do you, how do you quantify that? Doesn't didn't give me that feeling. Yeah. yeah. The err feeling. Like oh, the Pirates the, of the Caribbean. Oh, yeah. Feeling. It was kind of like. Oh, a, wah. I didn't get that, but but you know what? <laughs> I, I was kind of pressed for time as yeah. I was running to LAX yeah. from the car drop off, so I really yeah. didn't get to give it a yeah. nice. So they're making a final call announcement at the gate. Where is this passenger? He's still checking out the cars in the car park and knocking on people's windows. Because that's what he does. Yes. Yeah, exactly. He's Canadian. It's all right. Uh, here's another one we got. Uh, looking for a well-rounded SUV, off-road and comfort, 150,000 Durham budget. Well, that, how, how, man, how long is can, a piece of string? Man. I mean, again, uh, we don't know if that's a new car or used car. If it's a used car, he's got, whoa, yeah. has he got choices even for that. 150, you yeah. know. Even a new car, you could get loads four, and loads of stuff. Four, uh, the Fortuner, I, I was behind one yesterday. I'm driving the yeah. old Wrangler, and it is old. And I mean, this yeah, guy's this got a bigger engine than me. I mean, it's interesting because, you you, uh, as you said, uh, off-roader. So he wants an off-road car. I mean, then you have those obvious choices like the Fortuna, yeah. like the Jeep Wrangler, and yes. like the Mitsubishi, whatever it is, the one that's the yeah. Fortuna rival. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, probably the best-looking current Mitsubishi. Yeah. Um, but but I, would, I would go Fortuna for now until yeah. the new Wrangler goes on sale because that's coming probably towards the end of this year. But you'll be able to get the older Wranglers, which are still great Wranglers. They're still great Wranglers, but make sure you get an incredible yeah. deal on them. Yeah, that's, that's, that's what the I thing. would say. Yeah. Yeah, wait what till what those say. new ones come out, because yeah. then they're going to want to get rid of those. No, no, don't wait, because they have stock now. Yeah, time to go in. Yeah, have a chat. Have, like, like they want to get rid of them. You want to make a deal, if, yeah. and if you're talking new car, then go in and for now. For 150 you can get uh, a nice, uh, a very nice Wrangler. Oh, yeah, you could. Yeah, absolutely. And i got to tell you, there's no vehicle that, no 4x4 puts a smile on your face like a Wrangler. Yes, and you've doubled up on that notion, haven't you? You've yes. got two of them. Yeah. So. <laughs> I'm, I'm smiling. You're doubly all, smiling. All the yeah. time. <laughs> <laughs> Whilst jumping from one Wrangler to the other Wrangler. Yeah. Yeah. But, but at 150 if you're going yeah. used... 
Wow, you got tons of choice then. Yeah, you got tons of choice. But even, but, but you know, really, uh, you know, narrow that down a little bit. Have a look at the short list. off-road and comfort. Yeah, but I mean, uh, you know, at the end of the day, the, we are Pajero, in a market. Pajero will even. Yeah, but no. What to be honest, like I would, I would. It's not uh, the best off No, I would say if you're going for a real value option and you need something, you know, the, then yeah. then look at the Mitsubishi's. But if you're looking for something else, and you know, because those cars, the Pajero particularly, is a bit ancient now. Com- comfort, the new Wranglers, and, and then, I'm not talking brand about new, the. I think he says it's brand new. So brand new, I think. Go and look at the Fortuna. Go and look at the the current Wrangler. What about the, the Prado? Stock. What about the Prado? The I I think you'd get I think you'd get more equipment for your money on the Fortuna than you than you might do on a Prado. You think? What's that talk? What we we talk about Prado? About 140 something. Isn't yeah, it? I think yeah. But that's so, that is the that's. That's the vehicle, though. The, the problem. Well, no. Yeah. To be honest, personally, it's, it's, it's got a little facelift, but they, you know, it's still, it's still packing some punch. Yeah, no. The, pr- the Prado is the Prado, but I quite mm. like the Fortuna because that's not just a facelift; that's a yeah. complete overhaul. Yeah. They fixed the rear suspension. It's a smooth mm. ride on the road, and the interior is quite modern. It's got that big four-liter engine and, in it too. And it's got, it just, you know, it's got that engine in it, and you just know that when a manufacturer goes to the trouble yeah. of drawing the silhouette of the car onto the key fob, you know they yeah. feel something special about mm. that car. Do you know what I mean? That to me, it says something. Like, oh, we put a little bit extra effort into this you know shazad's here from motoring middle east james pikeway is here from nightline <laughs> <laughs> the program we're just here yeah yeah, yeah we're just here <laughs> talking to myself in the third person yeah, all right <laughs> yeah, yeah car talk's the program car talk is the go. program okay well let's let's get down to the the brass tacks here whatever that means <laughs> <laughs> well the little tax yeah, made of yeah. brass aren't why are we they? getting Which down you shouldn't step on because yeah, it'll yeah, hurt yeah. so <laughs> Which I guess means we're getting down. <laughs> we're getting granular on the subject. Let's go granular. Electric cars. What are we talking about? Oh, electric cars. You right, finally right. got out in the Bolt. I did indeed. You yes. have also had an opportunity to try a Tesla. I have, yes. Thoughts on the Bolt. Thoughts on the Bolt, yeah. Well, you know, the GM has been trying for a while to get me into the Bolt. So yes. the opportunity came up to and drive very some skeptical about it. Well, I'm, 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 I'm not particularly the Bolt. You're a naysayer, You're a naysayer the of all EV vehicles. All EV vehicles, exactly yes. right. Yes, I, I am. And I have to say I currently still remain. Yes, I okay. still remain, but I'm You're not quite, a convert. I'm not a full convert, no, but you I'm You walk I'm around with a necklace of garlic. <laughs> <laughs> granules of octane <laughs> actually <laughs> 98 octane yeah uh, just i've just had no vampires <laughs> here anyway no evs yeah so so they they've they forced me into this car <laughs> they yeah. crowbarred me in and strapped me in and forced me to drive no they didn't they were very polite and very kind and uh, we got to drive it some considerable distance because we drove it from here we drove it around dubai for a bit so mm-hmm. because we started off at sustainable city how appropriate was that uh-huh. we went up to uh um that's why you were looking at the tomato plants on your That's why I was page. looking at the, uh, what they call it, the harponics or something, yes. or the harbononic, yeah. something like that, anyway. So, yeah, the, where, the, where they had potted plants, where they were growing their own, so in the sustainable city, this is off topic for a minute, but in sustainable city, they actually grow their own food, believe it or not. Yeah. I'd rather just go in a car for it. Anyway, so from there, we went to Diwa, then we went to Barari, which is that very green area, so it was very appropriate, and then we drove it all the way to Fujera. So a total distance of over 250 kilometers. So you're thinking, well, how many times did you have to charge that? We didn't. In fact, when we got to Fujera, it still had pretty much, I was going to say half a tank, but of course it's not a tank, but you can actually see the entire battery pack on the digital display and you can see how much of it is there and how much isn't, and half of it was still there. The Bolt has a range of 
of 520 kilometers. It's pretty and wild, isn't it? It's pretty massive, and we pretty much proved that that is accurate, that it will actually do that in this environment. So one tick there for uh, for Chevrolet and for GM. Um, they have convinced me that the Bolt is a real-world, everyday car that can do some considerable distance. Because if you say, if you didn't drive to Fajera every day, yeah. you could probably run that for four or five days easily on one charge, I suppose. And, and everyone is going to be plugging it in at night anyway. Yeah, you could do. You could do. But here's the other thing I learned about the Bolt and uh, where this exercise of driving an electric car for some considerable distance, which I have driven electric cars before, but I haven't driven them quite over that sort of distance. And one thing I learned about it is the whole regen concept. Now, this I'm very fascinated with because what you can actually do is you can eke back mileage as you're driving along based on your driving technique so it does mean you that you start to focus on how you're driving and there's like a one pedal mode where literally you just use the accelerator pedal which i really like that mode yeah i really liked it i tried to drive the, the thing in one pedal the whole time and to see if i could avoid using the brakes as much as possible which i nearly accomplished but the wonderful thing about the whole regen thing and there's even a paddle on the steering that allows you to use regen is that for example in the last half an hour we uh, saw our range, our range was, I think it was about 375 showing. By the time we got to our destination half an hour later, it was still showing 375. Yeah. So we actually hadn't used any of it up because we were regenerating electricity as we were driving. Yeah. That's like cool. somebody putting fuel back into the car as you're driving along. And isn't it an <laughs> incredible feeling when you drive by a service station yeah. and you see all that lineup? And you're going, yeah, not me. Not me. Not me. No, not me. no, no, not me. Until you're standing in the middle of the road with a plug socket in your hand going, where do I plug this in? So that would be an entirely different scenario. Having said that, I did learn that, what is it? Green parking? The yeah. green parking guys, I believe they do have, because I've often asked this question on air, haven't I? That yeah, what happens yeah. if you run out of charge? Yep. They do apparently have a mobile rescue unit. Oh, good. Yeah. So there, there are such things in, a, in existence that could come and help you if you did happen to make that mistake of running out uh, in the middle of nowhere. There you go. But, the, but here's the thing about the regen thing is that what they told me is that you could recoup 30% wow. of your uh, charge by driving economically, by using the regen. Uh, so if you find that you're running out, you go, you know what, let me eke out a little bit more and let's see if I can actually get to that destination. You know what, I'd love to do that for real. So did you like it? <laughs> I like the car. Yeah. I've got to concede that I think the car was actually really good. I'd like to check it around a bit because it felt really stiff because all the batteries yeah. are in the floor. And they've put a really stiff compartment around them. So the whole right. platform it's, feels it's really stiff. A lot of safety in there. Yeah, so very low center of gravity and very stiff. So it feels like a car would be interesting to check around. But we were driving in a, in a convoy uh, environment, so I wasn't able to do that. So I'd love to get the car out and mm. do it myself. I still, I still am not convinced about the infrastructure. So this is, my, this is still mm. my concern. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm still not mm-hmm. sure if we're ready for wide-scale electric car usage in this market. But I certainly think that out of, because uh, you mentioned Tesla earlier, yeah. compared to a Tesla, a Chevrolet, Bolt, and don't forget they've been doing this a while, back to 2011 with the Chevy Volt and then the Spark EV, yeah. full EV. Uh, they've been doing this a while. They've been practicing it a while. And the car feels solid. It feels like a proper, yeah. well-engineered, properly conceived and executed car. There we go. So keep listening to this space. Yeah, you never know. You uh, never know. We got a follow-up question <laughs> that was uh, back to the question about looking for a well-rounded SUV. And uh, Nalantha has come through and says, what about an F-150 Raptor? You're not going to get an F-150 Raptor one for 150. Again, you might get an older one. Okay. You might get an older one, yeah. And so, But also just talking about an F-150 Raptor, better than a Wrangler? Yes. <laughs> if you're getting, a, especially a new well, it one, it depends what you're doing with it, isn't it? Oh man, come on, Imtishan. Well, see, would in tell it, you. see, in Imtishan's world, yes, 
But yeah. that's because he's going dune bashing every weekend, yeah. right? But for the vast majority of people, they're going supermarket bashing. It's aren't easier they? to <laughs> get a Wrangler into the Carrefour parking lot exactly. than exactly. the Raptor. Or indeed any more. Yes. You know? um, but the Raptor is awesome. The, the, see, on an awesomeness scale... The Raptor. The Raptor has probably got it, right? Yeah. But on an everyday the, practicality scale, and still being pretty yeah. awesome, I think the Wrangler well, is still up there. And, and another one, like my Wranglers are stock. Yeah. Exactly. They, those vehicles can go off-road like yeah. any other Wrangler, yeah. just the way they are. That's it. Straight uh, off the showroom floor. So like, yeah. for a lot cheaper than an F-150 Raptor, a Wrangler makes you feel pretty darn good. I think so, yeah. I, th- I think yeah. so. I think that if you are into the whole truck thing, then yes, yeah. definitely go for the Raptor. But then do yeah. be advised that you're driving a massive vehicle around with yeah. not that much capacity because nobody ever uses the bed here anyway. And beware so, of those uh, U-turns. Some of those Raptors yes, exactly, can be problematic yeah. with yeah. that. But yeah. they are spectacular. Yeah. Uh, good evening. What do you think of the Mazda CX-3? Well, we like Mazdas. Mazda's good. Mazda's CX-3 good. CX-3 is a nice CX-3, car. CX-3, I think they're doing some great deals over at Mazda, so do check them out right now. I think they've got sort of giving away everything. Yeah, underdogs in a sense. People kind of forget yeah. Mazda out yeah. there. So to talk about Underdog Valley, Underdog yeah. Valley is basically Dira, where you have like Kia and Hyundai, yeah. and yeah. now Mazda has a showroom there. Uh. And uh, and when you walk down Mitsubishi as well, and when you walk down that Underdog Valley, all you get is you just get assaulted by these offers going, don't pay VAT, don't pay for insurance, don't pay yeah. for servicing, don't pay for this. You know what? Don't pay for the car. You know, it's that sort of environment. So they're doing some great deals right now. So I'd certainly go and check it out. If you're looking used, again, that car should uh, depreciate quite uh, healthily, shall we say. So um, you should be able to get a pretty good deal on that car as well. So I'd definitely check that out. I, I think it's a good car. I think the CX-3 is a very good car. There we go. Shazad, we've run out the clock once again on Car Talk. If, if folks want to find out more about what you're doing over at Motoring Middle East, motoringme.com is your webpage. Motoring Middle East on Instagram, Motoring Middle East on YouTube, Motoring Middle East on Facebook, Motoring Middle East on Twitter. You guys have content all the time. And hey, We're everywhere. don't forget reviews. You guys yeah. do actual reviews of these vehicles all up on the webpage. You've got, got them also all up in, in variety of forms on your YouTube channel. Information, entertainment, education, all about the automotive industry. Go find them. Go enjoy it. And they join us here every week at this time. Absolute pleasure. Wouldn't be anywhere else. Talk to you again next week. Same place, same time. See you then.